Welcome to Find My Thrive. This is Allison Task, your coach, and we are in for a treat today. I am sitting next to Joe Gandarillis. So just a little history on me and Joe, and it's going to be easy because it's super short. Joe is my yoga teacher, and though it may be a bit of a cliche to invite your inspiring yoga teacher into your studio to find out, uh, my relationship with Joe may be less than a year. However, as soon as I moved to Montclair and was looking for yoga, everyone said, you got to meet Joe. And I was like, all right, uh, if everyone's so into this Joe, that means his classes are going to be packed. I like my space in a yoga class. I don't see how this is going to work. So it took me six years and three children later to say, I need to meet this Joe guy. Everyone's still talking about him. He's still here. Something really. So so Joe, there was a myth around Joe Gandarillis um, and just his vibe. And I, I, I once again, I went in like, ah, you can't be all that. There's too much myth. There's too much hype. And then I took a class and then I took another class and then I told my husband he had to do yoga and take a class because Joe actually was that special and was that unique. Um, And in his class, he makes you laugh and he works so hard to make each class completely different from the next. They are challenging. My body feels different than it's ever felt after any yoga class. Um, And there's something very special about him. Now, until today, I didn't know more about Joe. I asked him for a brief bio, and I wanted to capture more of Joe's experience in this show so that you can learn about Joe as I do. Um, But what I've learned about Joe was that there was a particular incident that made Joe the Joe I know. Um, It was always there, and he got deeper into this special gift that he brings to the planet and that I'm grateful to experience with every class. You may want to know more about Joe, too. If so, go to Joe, J-O-E, Gandarillis, G-A-N-D-A-R-I-L-L-A-S dot com, or you can find him on Facebook. Um, you're going to want to write that down. You're going to want to meet more Joe. Also, if you listen to the show and just need more, you can go to findmythrive.com. Listen again. This one's rich. You're going to want to share it with your friends. Welcome, Joe. Thank you so much, Allison. I really, really appreciate you having me. <laughs> so now, Joe, you you may know that there is a bit of Joe lore about you in our little town of Montclair and beyond. I'm a pretty humble person. <laughs> um, I do know that um, people like me. <laughs> People like you, people seek you out, and they go and they take your classes at Yoga Mechanics. You teach at Yoga Mechanics on Label Street, right in Montclair. That's yogamechanics.com. So when I take your class, it's different. Mm -hmm. Um, Your speaking at the beginning is different. You have a weekly vision for all your classes. Yes. How did you come up with that? You know, that's a a great question. We call it a Dharma talk. Okay. And um, I dig from my own personal experiences Mm -hmm. because that's where I feel like we are most authentic. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's about using my life experiences as well as the yoga philosophy Mm -hmm. so that I can teach people how to bring that not only on their mat, but to use it off the mat, which to me is where the yoga really comes in. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So it's your personal life experience. Now, I will tell you, with Dharma Talks, with other um, other teachers, they don't always hit me as much as yours do, because though it may come from your personal experience, you seem to turn it into what's very useful for the person on the mat. You really shift the focus quickly 
uh, to make it about your students. That's how I feel, at least as a student. What goes into that? How do you do that? You know, Allison, as a teacher, I feel like I have a responsibility Mm -hmm. to the student. Mm -hmm. And one of my first teachers, a gentleman named John Friend, he said, Joe, your main goal as a teacher is to inspire people. Mm -hmm. It's to, um, it's not necessarily about being a cheerleader, Mm -hmm. but it's to help them to feel better than they did when they showed up. Mm -hmm. And I took those words very, very seriously. And I think about that every time I'm planning and strategizing. I'm not the guy that just shows up. I'm the guy that is considering um, what I'm going to speak about Mm -hmm. a long time before I speak about Mm -hmm. it. And so I don't just show up with, you know, with a theme. I have strategized the theme. I've considered the theme. Mm -hmm. I've considered how it um, would affect me. And I consider how it might affect other people. Mm -hmm. So there's a there's a strategy and a planning to it. Right. So there is a a deeper structure. Completely. Um, And then that thing that you just said, you want people to leave the session better than when they walked in. That's right. You know, I obviously cannot fully control that. Mm -hmm. But I want to give them thoughts. I want Mm -hmm. to give them contemplations Mm -hmm. so that they can look at their life in a different way. And if that contemplation helps them to shift a perspective, Mm -hmm. to shift an attitude, Mm -hmm. to take more control or charge of something in their life, then I feel like I've done done my job. Excellent. So let's that and I will tell you as a as a student of yours, I do feel that way. I feel like uh, yoga. Well, I just know I'm going to feel really good in sixty minutes or in ninety minutes or whatever the case may be. I'm going to go because I'm going to feel so great, and right. I've never ever been let down. Well, thank you. I really <laughs> really appreciate that. Thanks for your kind words. And those thoughts that that Joe will put in your mind will stay with you for the week. Um, so, in addition to being a yoga instructor, Joe is also a life coach, and he has. 25 years of retail experience. So I'm just going to consolidate the Joe's story a little bit. Um, You came out of college and went to work retail. I did. I always had a deep desire to work with people. And at the time, I, you know, I loved fashion. So I thought, what would be more of a, you know, what would be a greater match than to go into the retail business? And I'd been in since I was 16. You know, I Worked part-time jobs when I was in high school. Even in college, I worked retail when I was home for the summer. And so I really, really liked it. The part that I loved the most was the interaction with people Mm -hmm. and the ability to have an impact on people and a result. So I always looked at it as a strategy. You know, how can we take this moment and make it into something more? How can I take this individual and make them uh, be the best version of themselves in the management world? So I took great pride in the people development part of the business mm-hmm. throughout my career. Mm-hmm. And I was very successful. Great. So now when I think of retail, I think of my experience as a person going into retail. So you have that experience, but now you're actually in retail management. So you're working with the people who run the stores. That's right. I ultimately, you know, when I get out of college, I became a store manager right. in a small retail company, spent 12 years there. And then throughout my career, you know, went to different retailers, you know, places like William Sonoma, uh, Anthropology, BB, you know, another company called Art and B, and progressively moved up in roles until I was a regional mm-hmm. and I was covering half the country. And so I had many direct reports running lots of volume mm-hmm. and I took every interaction seriously, mm-hmm. whether they were 
the district manager that reported to me, mm-hmm. the assistant district manager, mm-hmm. whether it be a salesperson, a stock person, everybody was given the same level of respect mm-hmm. and everybody had a plan. And I would personally get myself involved in tell me, you know, with a manager, tell me what the plan is for this person. What are their strengths? What are their, you know, opportunities? How are you working with them mm-hmm. to make them better? Now, coach to coach, yes. that is classic coaching structure. Sure. You had not been trained as a coach yet. This was coming naturally. How did you know that? How did you put that vision together? Yeah, that's a great question. I had some of the best mentors in the business who were such good mentors and such great developers of people that I just had good role models hmm. and, you know, people who I witnessed doing this, mm. but I also had great parents, you know, parents who, you know, were from the education world. My father was a, an assistant superintendent of schools. My mother was a teacher, you know, and, and I don't remember the year, but she was teacher of the year in New Jersey. So ah. I had great role models growing up and I saw my parents take all different levels of kids. Um, you know, no matter whether you were the smartest kid in the class or the, the kid that was struggling and had opportunity, they treated everybody the same mm. and with the same level of passion and the same level of discipline. Mm. And when you witness that for your whole life, I think it becomes ingrained. It's almost like in your DNA. Interesting. So they were educators growing people and you working in retail as a manager, you were growing people. That's correct. That's correct. And, and you know, there are many different aspects of managing, but I always looked at it, I was managing people first. And that was my, that was my motto throughout, throughout retail was wow. people first. That's very interesting. So you weren't looking at the spreadsheet and the bottom line. All of that's important, and that that drives it. But the that's right. Pe- it doesn't matter if the people aren't ex- uh, if the people aren't encouraged to own it. Interesting. So now, Joe, before we go deeper, I alluded to something that I just learned about you that um, that created a real, real transition for you. Um, tell us what happened, what that thing was. Well, in 1998, I was on a cruise and I was swimming and I was a swimmer my whole life. I was a lifeguard. And as I was swimming, my hips started to hurt. And I thought, wow, this is so interesting. Like I didn't, I hadn't done anything. There was nothing physical I had done that maybe would have created this pain. Mm -hmm. And I remember, you know, you know, saying to the people that I was with, I'm going to go back to shore because I don't really feel well. And I looked at my toes and my toes were swollen. And I thought, wow, something bizarre is happening. Wow. And um, so fast forward, the rest of the cruise, like I couldn't swim. You know, people were pulling me around on the raft. Um, like I, because the swimming was too painful. And when I got home, my immediate reaction was, I'll go to my chiropractor. Now, this is incredible. So over the course of one one cruise, you went from healthy 40, 30, sorry, healthy th- mid 30s, 34 year old guy running around, feeling good, feeling healthy to like, I have to be pulled around on a raft because I'm incapacitated. This is an incredible story. You'll want to stay with us. Please uh, come on back in about a minute or two. Listen to our fabulous sponsors who are helping me and Joe have this conversation today. And we will hear you back for the rest of this really compelling story. Do you need a website or logo for your business? My website, allisontask.com, is one of the key marketing assets for my business, and I owe it all to Caroline at Caroline Design. 
As much as people come to my website and say, oh, that's great, I'd like to start a coaching program, I promise you an equal number of people say, oh my gosh, I need a website, yours is so awesome, who designed it? So I send them to carolinedesign.com. Caroline really helped me bring my vision for my website to life. She works specifically with health and wellness professionals. So if you're a nutritionist, acupuncturist, or even an interior designer, give Caroline a call. She'll hold your hand through the web design process, make it fun, and help you develop a web representation of your business that is even better than you could conceive of on your own. You've seen mediocre websites before. Well, Caroline has high standards. She'll help you raise your game. Go to carolinedesign.com. You'll be glad you did. Summer is right around the corner, folks. And what does that mean? Means we're heading outside for outside entertaining, poolside fun, and all of that needs a great foundation. It needs great landscaping and masonry. Are you ready to put in that patio? Are you ready to do that bluestone walkway you've been dreaming about? Well, I have the team for you. Profection Landscape Design. They solved a masonry challenge for me. I had some bad masonry, which is an expensive problem to have, but I called them and they came, held my hand through the process, and rebuilt my patio. It is now the centerpiece of my home. If you want great landscaping and masonry from a real professional, from a team who takes pride in what they do, loves playing with stone, loves playing with pavers, loves brick, loves landscaping, then give Profection Landscape Design a call. They love their work and you'll love what they can do for you. Call Profection Landscape Design at 908-684-9045. That's 908-684-9045. They're right here in northern New Jersey and they know landscape design. Profection landscape design is a joy to work with. Give them a call. Welcome back to Find My Thrive. I am with Joe Gandarellis and we are in the middle of a really intense story. So Joe is coming back from his cruise ship where it was kind of funny to be drawn around on a raft, but something wasn't right. Yeah, it didn't feel right to me, Allison. And so my initial um, thing was, I'll go to my chiropractor, my hips, it must be related to my back. Now, were you a very physical guy at this point? I was very physical. Okay. You know, I mean, I was very active. I always have been my whole life. Okay. So this didn't feel like it, th- something wasn't right. So I addressed the back thing first and I had a few appointments. And at the same time, I went to the, the foot doctor and their thought was, let's, you know, let's do some work, lab work. And um, my inflammation level came back really, really high and nothing was getting better. More toes were swelling. And now they were giving me um, cortisone shots in my feet, which if you've ever had that, it is probably one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. When the lab work came back, my inflammation was so high that he said that my doctor said, I'm going to send you to the rheumatolog- a rheumatologist in New York City. And I said, I only want to go to the best. We found the best doctor at that time at Columbia Presbyterian. And I, I went there. Um, this was two weeks later. By this time, I'm struggling to walk. And I'm holding two on. Two weeks later. Two weeks. My inflammation had doubled in two weeks. Okay, so this is happening fast. Very fast and, and very, very scary. Oh. And, you know, I'd grown up with parents who, you know, always said, you find the best help. So we found the best help. I go to get help and I'm by myself. I'm walking down the hall holding onto the wall because I couldn't walk without the assistance of something. The doctor, you know, took my arm, helped me into the room. He said, I know exactly what's wrong with you. He said, I'm going to do some blood work. He did the blood work. My inflammation level had doubled again, and it came back that I had a um, a genetic form of spinal arthritis. Mm. And when he gave me this news, again, I was by myself, and he said, don't look at the internet. Like, don't look at anything. But this is a potentially crippling form, you know, you know, like, now, of course, you're going to look. Oh, yeah. And And I asked lots of questions, didn't get the answers that I really wanted to hear. 
And he gave me a prescription for uh, an arthritis drug. Within weeks, I, I ended up in the emergency room because I couldn't breathe. And so fast forward months later, you know, they, I get off that medication. I, they, they put me on another one. Now my, my digestive tract is, oh is my ripped gosh. up. And, and drugs are your option. You could just, drugs, it's, prescription. It's, it's prescription. all I knew. I only knew drugs. And I thought, I'm wow. going to the best and they have to be. Got to do it. But I didn't feel any better. And so I went on the next drug. Month later, I'm in the hospital again. I can't breathe, and and I thought this isn't living. Now at this point, I can't get in and out of a car by myself. I can't dress myself. I would wake up in the middle of the night with such bad back pain that um, my partner had to carry me up a flight of steps and get me in a tub. And it was the darkest part of my life. And quite honestly, I was in a depression and I wanted my life to be over. I thought this isn't living. No, it's not. And it was so different from the Joe of just months ago. That's right. And you were not able to work. You had to leave work or I that's right. I was out of work. Oh my gosh. I ended up leaving my job and I was depressed. I just thought this is just it, it they say when you get into your darkest place you've got a choice, right? You can go this route or that route. It's got you know, I almost think of it like, you know, one of my favorite movies, The Wizard of Oz, right? When she gets dropped in, you know, the the house you know, drops in Oz, you go down the dark road, you're in the dark forest, right? You could either stay there or you could go on a different path. Mm -hmm. I almost stayed there. And it took me, it took me, it took my mother-in-law to come to me and say, because I had a conversation with she and my, my, my partner. And I was like, I don't want to do it anymore. I can't. Wow. I'm, I'm in, I'm in too much pain. My, my fingers had, my hands were so swollen. They were injecting it, you know, cortisone in my fingers so I could move them. Um, I thought, I don't want to live. Like, this isn't living. So you're seeing, I'm going to die anyway. I'm going to be paralyzed. This is my life. It was a, this is what's yeah. happening. And it was happening so quickly. Oh and gosh. I was scared. And she said, Joe, will you go to, I found this holistic chiropractor. Will you go? And I said, sure. But I said, you know, like, I hope it works. And so I went to this holistic chiropractor. And he said, I will have you off drugs in 30 days. What's his and name? His name was Dr. Jeffrey Berg. He's since passed away. Oh. And he looked like Dr. Andrew Weil. And, you know, I, you know, I had to drive 30 minutes to get there. And literally somebody had to come out of the, the, the office to help me out of my car. Oh my God. But he was positive and, and, and inspiring right from the beginning. And he said, I will have you off drugs in 30 days. And I laughed. And he goes, you have to do everything I say. And I said, really? He goes, yeah. And he said, so he put me on a diet. Of, and I'm not saying this is right for everybody, but he put me on a diet of only fish, rice, and vegetables. That's all I could eat, breakfast, lunch, dinner. He gave me a book about a, a gentleman who came over from, from Asia who had developed the same arthritis I did because he went on the standard American diet. And at that time, my diet was fine. I ate lots of red meat, though, tomatoes, potatoes. I loved all that stuff, inflammatory things. But now I was only going to eat fish, rice, vegetables, no sugar, no caffeine, only water, and then I was going to see him three times a week and he put me on some supplements and I would go there and he used all these unusual modalities. These, I, I can't even remember what they were, but I thought, I don't know what this is doing for me, but 30 days after I went to him, I have never taken a drug in my, so that's, that's, yeah, <laughs> I've never taken a drug and what it did, Allison, that was the pivotal point of my life because I feel like that I was given a gift. And uh, he's, the other part of the prescription was I had to do yoga, which I laughed. I said, I can't even bend over. I, I couldn't bend You'd over. You'd never done yoga before. I'd never done yoga. And he said, you have to meditate. And he handed me like a, like a little stack of 
cassettes in a rubber band, like in a rubber band. Cassettes in a rubber band. And I was like, uh, like I don't, I don't meditate. And he said, but you have to. And I, and I, but I followed his prescription because you had to. Because I wanted to live. I didn't want to be in the in a cage. I felt like I was in a cage. I was like the animal who just gave up in the corner and just and 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 dies. But both he and my first one of my first yoga teachers, Vishali, she they both said, and within like a week of each other, they said this could be your greatest gift. And I was like, my greatest gift. And I thought, oh, the other movie that I always like, I loved as a kid was, you know, Willy Wonka. And and Charlie was given the golden ticket. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, this is my golden ticket. And they said, this is the gift that you will share with the world and you will help others. And I thought, okay. And I started doing yoga. I could not bend over. I had two sets of blocks. I was, I was horrified and embarrassed. And my teacher, Vishali, she's like, you're perfect where you are. And I was like, oh, I'm not perfect. She goes, you're perfect. And I thought, wow, okay, I'm perfect. And so I, I went and I continued. And then I saw she was doing a teacher training. And I thought, all right, well, I listened to my teacher. They said, this could be my greatest gift. So I'll become a teacher. And I had people who didn't believe I should be. Yeah, they, because they thought you should, as a teacher, you should be able to do every pose. Ah. Yeah. And I could do, I could do every pose in my mind. Right? <laughs> I could. Because you they, could help others do that, the pose. That's right. I could teach because people put, uh, they didn't understand that being a teacher doesn't mean you can do every pose, mm-hmm. but can you teach every pose? So I took this very seriously. I did teacher training. She offered me a job out of teacher training. And I've been teaching at Yoga Mechanics now for over 11 years. It's incredible. And so I found the, for me, I, I, I became very, like, to me, it was about knowledge at this point. I wanted to learn more about nutrition. You know, I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition mm-hmm. so I could learn more. And I changed, like, my whole life. So this is incredible. And another, re- I mean, thank you so much for sharing this yes. story. This is how does it feel to say? I know you know the story. I don't know how frequently you revisit it, but it's it's not often that I do. But thank you for asking. And 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 I think that what I learned from that whole experience is that you keep looking and keep finding. There are people out there who will help you. Yes, and also to rely on your partner. So your partner at that time is still your partner today. Yeah, twenty nine years. I'm so excited years. about that. Lucky man. Yes. His, his name, and I want to mention him as well. As well, his name is Michael Adis. Um, you can see more of what Michael does on ADUS, A-I-D-U-S-S dot com. He is an incredible high-end designer, and you now work together, yeah? We do, and, and actually we met when we were both in the retail world. Oh. So I was his boss, and um, so that's how we met, you know, 29 years ago. Beautiful. And then he he decided he wanted to start his own company. He had been working for um, somebody in New York City for quite a, quite a long time. If you want to just take a little pleasure visual trip, go to adus.com, A-I-D-U-S-S. I went, oh, it's, it's stunning work. It's beautiful. And, and you, can, you can find Joe and, and Michael there. So, so something really important that I heard in your story was it was your mother-in-law. It was your mother-in-law who found you this doctor when you were the animal, the scared animal in the corner of the cage. And you agreed and you said, I'll give it a try. So her love for you, right? That's right. She did some research and she found this man. She did. And you submitted and you said, I will try. Fine, I will try. Now tell me more about your partnership with your husband because you were out of work. He carried you up a flight of stairs to sit in a tub, you know? So what's happening there with your partnership um, now so that you've transitioned out of retail? That's um, right. You're teaching yoga, you're coaching, you're working with him. Tell me about that partnership and how that helps fill you as well. 
Yeah. I, this, my partnership uh, fills me in a big, big way. And it is a big part of my thrive, Allison. <laughs> um, I, w- you know, when I started to feel better, I went back into retail and, you know, worked for several different companies until one of the companies that I worked for closed down. And I was, and I was quite upset about it. But Michael said, Joe, why don't you just take a break from retail? You have done it for over 20 years. And like, you're teaching yoga. Why don't you teach yoga full time? So I did. He came up with that. He came up with I'm that. I'm gonna stick with Michael and his mom, man. They have some good ideas. <laughs> and and I, was, I mean, I was so grateful. Now, teaching yoga and being an executive in, in, in upper management, that's, there's quite a pay difference there. Yeah. But we made it work. And it was probably one of the best things that we ever did. And so I, um, I took, he said, take, take some time off. I took almost a year off. And then Michael came to me and said, hey, listen, I want to start my own thing. He had been working for somebody for 17 years. And he said, I'm ready to go out on my own. He goes, but we're going to need insurance. And I thought, well, the yoga business wasn't going to give me insurance nah. to have for us. So mm-hmm. I agreed to go back to the retail world mm-hmm. temporarily. Because he said, ultimately, I want you to come work for the company once I could afford you. And then I said, perfect. Wow. So I took a lesser job than I had had in my previous life because I didn't want to travel anymore. Beautiful. So I took a job in New York City as a district manager again, uh, and I stayed for a, one year exactly. So this is classic. This is a classic couple leapfrog. Two very successful men in New York City working professionally. One has health ailments. Uh, your Michael nurses you back to health, finds, helps you get back there. Then you go back into that maelstrom. He's like, honey, babe. Let's try this other thing that's working so well. He's got the vision for you. That's right. You dial it down, do the yoga for a year, fall in love. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, honey, now it's my turn. He's watching you thrive. He hopscotches you. You're like, babe, I got your back. I'm back to retail. That's right. I'll carry the insurance. Go do your thing. Find your thrive. Then we join in together. A couple of weeks ago, we met Sarah and Nick, who did the same thing with Nestor's, a home improvement company. Yes, they I heard that They hopscotched their way. I love that. <laughs> And you're hopscotching that way. Moral of the story is pay attention to the opportunities, the person you are, the coach you were. Um, and through your darkness, obviously, cliche, but I'm going to say it. You found your light. You found your light. Now you're sharing it with everybody. For more on Joe, take that yoga class. Go over to yogamechanics.com. Look for Joe's classes, 8 a.m., Tuesdays and Thursdays, and a couple and Saturdays. And Monday and, <laughs> and Wednesday evening at 6. <laughs> Go to adus.com, A-I-D-U-S-S.com. Go meet Joe. And if you're looking for high-performance coaching, you, you've heard the story. You can learn more. He's spectacular. Thank you so much for listening to Find My Thrive. I'm Allison Task. Are you interested in selling your house? Are you interested in buying a house? Do you know someone who's selling or buying a house in northern New Jersey? The whole key to this process is a great realtor, and I'd like to introduce you to mine. Her name is Allison McGuire, and she works at Halstead Realty in Montclair. She works with the entire northern New Jersey area, so whether you're in Essex, Morris, Bergen, or Passaic County, she can help you. She was a realtor who became a friend, and what's unique about Allison is that she's born and bred northern New Jersey. She raised five children, and I mean spectacular children, in this area. She is a spectacular human being who will root for you, advocate for you, and make the process of buying or selling a home wonderful. I've bought with Allison, I've sold with Allison, I've rented with Allison. Give her a call. She's at 973 973- 
973-454-9116. That's 973-454-9116. Allison McGuire of Halstead Realty will make your buying or selling experience a pleasure. Do you have a go-to restaurant, a place where they know you, take care of you, and you just feel good as soon as you walk through the door? Well, my go-to is Halcyon, the seafood brasserie on Walnut Street in Montclair. Here's why I love it. I can go to Halcyon for a glass of wine on a Monday night and listen to their jazz trio. I can go on a Wednesday with an old friend and enjoy a craft beer or one of Marshall's margaritas, which I love, and some shrimp tacos. Then I can get dressed up, and come with my husband for raw bar and a bone-in ribeye on Saturday. Halcyon is like that. It's a beautiful, sexy space where you can dress up for a special occasion or just roll in for a weekday glass of whatever. Plus, they have this great event space upstairs. It's perfect for baby showers, engagement parties, birthday celebrations, or corporate events. And what I'm really excited about is that they have just started offering Sunday brunch thanks to new owners. So if you want a well-made Bloody Mary to kick off your Sunday, Halcyon is the place to do it. I'll see you there.